0: Five. I like and <laughing> I like, share, tag, and invite. Like, share, tag, and invite.
1: Like, share, and invite. I know this is a very unusual time for you to come on, but I need to share something with you on this. Like, share, and invite. Show
0: your voice and say it. Show and say it. Show your voice
1: say Ask me can you let them know that I am on live at this time? We're gonna worship while you're liking, you're sharing, you're tagging, and you are inviting on this afternoon. I do not own the right to this music. This is Miranda Curtis, and we are praising the Lord with her on this evening. Just like share, tag, and fight. Let them know that yours truly, Doctor Patricia Pry, is on to share a word. The Lord has been dealing with me concerning something to share with the body of Christ. Thank you so much, daughter. Thank you all for coming on. Continue to like, share, take, and invite. Let me know where you're coming in from. Let me know where you're tuning in from on this evening. Hello, everyone. We're worshiping. We're getting prepared for what the Lord is getting ready
0: to say to you.
1: Can you let Elder Brown know that I'm on?
0: Let's continue to worship. Worship the Lord. I'm
1: gonna begin to pray in just a moment. I am excited to be here with you on this evening to share what the Spirit of the Lord has dropped in my spirit. Yeah. <laughs> Jesus we bless your holy name today oh God God we glorify you we magnify you lord i pray lord for every individual that's coming on lord even as we're preparing for our thursday night service on tonight lord in the sanctuary. God, I ask that you would protect and cover your people, even as they're on their way on tonight. And Father, in the name of Jesus, God, I come humble, God, before your people, God. They're not taking their time and causing it to be wasteful, Lord. But God, I ask for your wisdom. I ask for your knowledge. And above all, God, I ask for your understanding. Lord, I ask that you would lead me and guide me, Father, in the name of Jesus, oh Lord. And Lord, I thank you for the tongue of the learned, the tongue of a port of a pen, of a ready writer, right dividing the word of truth master in the name of Jesus do not allow your people to see me or hear me but allow them to hear the voice of the true and the living God the maker and the supreme ruler of heaven and earth and father I thank you and I praise you and I glorify your most holy name I'm here on a prophetic assignment and if you know anyone that's been waiting to hear What the Lord is saying in this hour, you need to tag, share, tag them in whatever you need to do so that they can hear what God is saying, because my spirit as a prophet of God is very disturbed. There's a weeping in my spirit. There's a groaning in my spirit because so many people are confused when it comes to Christianity. So many people are confused when it comes to the body of Christ. So many people are confused when it comes to the prophetic. And I came with an apology as a prophet of God. Well, one may be wondering what in the world is it that you need to apologize for? I would like to take this moment, this time out of your schedule to apologize on the behalf of every prophet, every prophet of God that has spoken a word out of timing, a word out of season that has misrepresented the body of Christ. Why are you confused? You're confused because you know so many people say they walk in the office of the prophet, they operate in the prophetic, and there's all these different voices, all these different words, all these different things that they're saying that the Lord is saying. There's one God, there's one faith, and there's one baptism. And what we need to understand is the body of Christ. And that's why I came to apologize to you as a prophet. You're confused because so many people are saying different things all in the name of God, all in the name of Jesus the Christ. When the Lord speaks to us as prophets of God, there is one voice and we all should be saying the very same thing. Am I coming here to operate out of hypocrisy to say that I'm the only prophet that hear from God? Absolutely not. What I am coming to say is, I'm sorry for you all being confused because the prophets are not on one accord. We're not one sound. We're not saying the same thing and you don't know which way to turn with this vaccine. So many people, they're seeking a word from the Lord They want to know what is God saying? I can't say what God told to anyone, but I can say what the Lord says to Patricia. And right now there's such a calmness in the spirit of God. And he said, there's such a calmness in the spirit realm. So whatever God has said, God is not saying multiple things. God is saying one thing. So I encourage the people of God, get in the face of God, seek God for yourself, know your God for yourself so that you will not be confused because there's too much that's going on in the body of Christ at this time. We should be preaching the same thing. We should be saying the same thing. The prophetic word should be the same prophetic words. Because our prophetic gifting is to, is to align the body of Christ where we have gotten off track, where we have detoured, where we have deviated from the things of God. Listen, if you're just coming on, I need you to do me a favor. I need you to like, share, tag, and invite. Let them know that God has heard their supplication. He has heard the cry. He has seen your heart and he know that you're confused and it's dangerous. When we are anointed and we are confusing a people, when we are anointed and we are leading a people astray, that is not the will of God. That is not the will of God. So men of God, women of God, let's get on one accord. Why can't we call a corporate fans as the body of Christ, instead of heaven. You're set over here. You're set over there. You're a part of this clique. You're a part of this group. You're a part of this association. And if they're not a part of your association, or they're not in your circle, or they're not a part of your clique, you don't even want to come together. But I thought that we all operate under the same spirit, which is the spirit of God. We are out of control. We are out of order. We are doing things according to our own will. We're doing things according to our own flesh. And it is not the will of the father. The will of the father is for us to come together, for us to have one sound, for us to speak to the body of Christ, to let them know what God is saying. In the Old Testament, the kings asked the question, is there a word from the lord people want to hear what god is saying in this hour not what our flesh feel not what our flesh is saying and if god has not given you a word prophet or you with the gift of prophecy it's okay to say god is not saying anything to me you do not have to conjure something up make something up to to sound deep or profound or prophetic let God be God, let God's word be true, and let every man be a liar. This is why I came on today, because there is so much warfare going on in the body of Christ because of confusion. We have to make up our mind if we're going to follow God, if we're going to follow the word of God. The word of God is our pattern the word of god have our instructions the word of god have all the answers that we need get into the face of god people of god i know many of you you're wounded and you're hurt and you're upset and you some of you don't even want to go to the house of god anymore so many people are literally saying the day of the brick and mortar is over i beg the differ there are some people That God have in reserve there are some people that God have hid on the other side of the cliff and they are praying and they're waiting for God to give the answer that you need you know what God is saying in this hour this is what the Lord is saying in this hour he said pray for the souls of men pray for the souls of men Pray for the character of men, pray for the attitude of men because we're functioning and we are operating in the body of Christ. We're not even talking about the unsaved. We need to be delivered. We need to wake up out of our slumber. We need to go back to the foundation. We need to get back to the basis and begin to seek the Lord while he may be found. That's what Isaiah says and call upon the lord why he is near as leaders as the body of christ we are literally embarrassing god we are literally making him shame because we are misrepresenting him in the earth realm there's some babe right now you are infant in the body of christ and all you want is truth All you want is to please God and you're praying and you're asking the Lord, God, where is truth? Where can I go? I want to tell you, sweetheart, there are places that God hand this upon. There are men and there are women of God that God has anointed for such a time as this glory be to God to cover you with the spirit of truth. To feed you the word of God So don't let Someone make you feel like Nobody is right in the body of Christ But body of Christ leaders We need to come together Not with our own agenda Not having our own program Not saying um, I can't deal with her I can't deal with him because he's different God uniquely made us differently as the body of Christ. You may have something to impart that I may not have and vice versa. But see this jealousy and this intimidation. And we say we're the body of Christ. We're the people that's supposed to be leading the people into the kingdom of God. So that the kingdom of God can be established in the earth realm. We are the people that's supposed to be telling people that Jesus saves and he delivers. And as leaders, we're stirring up and so in discord among the brothering. But yet you want to lay your filthy hands on somebody and and, and impart corruption. We need to get it right. Yet we we are backbiting and we're stabbing one another. We need to get it right. We are the body of Christ. God is looking for that remnant that was standing the gap for people that would sound the alarm with compassion, with love, with clarity, and with understanding. Because you weren't always saved. God delivered you. He delivered me. He brought you out. He brought me out. That same grace, that same love, that same compassion. That was extended to you and extended to me. If you're just coming on, welcome to breaking the silence with yours truly. Dr. Patricia Fry. do me a favor. Like, share, tag, and invite. Let them know that God has heard their cry. He have heard them in the wee hours of the morning. When they're saying, God, this prophet is saying this and that prophet is saying that. God, which voice is your voice? My sheep know my voice, but a stranger, they will not follow. It's time for us clergy, men and women of God. It's time for us to get back to the altar. It's time for us to start fasting and praying. It's time for us to stop living a double life. It's time for us to stop leading the people astray. How can the people get delivered? And we're still trying to get delivered. It's an embarrassment as elders, as ministers, as prophets, as bishops, as apostles, pastors, teachers, evangelists. We're still tripping over things we tripped over 10 and 20 years ago. And we do not want anyone to tell us we have to get our hearts right. We need to get our lives right. You can't serve two masters. You have to love the one and hate the other. It's time for us. I heard the spirit of the Lord say just now, this is an all call. This is for you. And this is for me. Listen, we we operate in hypocrisy. I said that I did say it. Listen, what is she talking about now? I'm talking about us as the body of Christ, someone in our groupie, someone in our clique, someone that we love so dearly, someone that we love so much could do all wrong. And we can't see it could be serving two masters and we can't see it could be operating in a realm That's not of God. And we ignore it, but let someone outside of our circles, outside of our cliques do the very same thing. We're all over them. They need deliverance. They need Jesus. It's interesting how the scripture says that God suffers a witch not to live, except they repent. But some of you deal with people operating witchcraft all day, every day, but you don't say anything about that because see, that's your buddy. That's your friend. It's easy to look across the street at somebody that you don't know, and say they need to stop it. That's not of God. They're going to hell. See these are the prophets that God is raising up. He's raising up the prophets that's going to cry loud and spare not. He's raising up the prophets that say you know what? One day I did live a double life. But I didn't come into the kingdom to play with God. So we tolerate sin from people in our circles and people that we love. But when it comes to a stranger, we don't have compassion. They need to get it right, or they going to hell. You know what amazes me so much? There were some people that have literally told me, not behind my back, literally told me, if you want operating the spirit of truth, if you didn't have the heart that you have, if you didn't have the compassion that you have, if you didn't have the anointing, if you wasn't right, I wouldn't even sit under your covering. I understand that. But why do you have partiality? Why do you have a respect the person? You still allow people with filthy, dirty oil that, you know, operate in the flesh that, you know, deal in witchcraft and sorcery. You let them pour into your life. Come on. Why aren't you giving them the word of truth? You know why? because we want associations and friendships. You can still love them and give them the truth, but you can't have partiality in the book of acts or acts of the apostles or acts of the Holy spirit when Cornelius was praying and after Cornelius was praying, the Lord spoke to Cornelius and told Cornelius to send men to Peter's house. When Peter was praying, he was caught up in a trance. You know the story. As he was caught up in this particular trance. He, he had a vision and he saw the sheep scraps of the four corners of the world of the earth. And he saw creeping and crawling things on it. And he began to tell the Lord, you know, I don't eat anything or have anything to do with anything unclean. And the Lord told him, have no partiality, have no respect of person. It is sickening and it is disheartening as the body of Christ and a prophetic people that we have. Respect the person. What happens is the, if the person that the Lord really wants to connect you with have your plug, have your deliverance But what's happening. You are caught up in your flesh. It breaks my heart. Many of you know, I'm preparing to celebrate 30 years of being in ministry, 30 years of preaching the gospel. And I'm hurting. I am disappointed. I am bewildered. I am shocked. I am crumbling and falling on the inside. Because what we call leadership these days is not the epitome of what the word of God called leadership. Leaders operate in love not just for a certain set of group of people. If they're not a part of your association, what you do, pastor? What you do, apostle? You tell your people not they have nothing to do with anybody else if, they, if they're not running the same circuit. That's not God. That's not even the will of God. We need to get back to the altar. We talk about manipulation and control. That's manipulation and control. So, what that sister is not saying what you're saying. So, what that brother is not saying what you're saying. Maybe God has given them a revelation and a word that he had not given to you for them. Have you ever thought about that? So, as the body of Christ, I come repenting to you, I come repenting to those who says I don't want to have anything to do with the church and especially apostolic or prophetic ministries or non-denominational or interdenominational ministries. I come to repent to you for all the spiritual confusion with everyone saying that they're hearing from God and saying all these different things. Do I believe that some are hearing from God? Absolutely. Do I believe some are in tune and they're precise? Absolutely. But I'm waiting for the hour where we can stand up with our prophetic voices and bring that peace together and say, now this is what the Lord is saying for the body of Christ. For the body of Christ. It's time to weep and it's time to wail. It's time to call upon the name of Jesus, the name of Yeshua. It's time to call his name. It's the only name by which a man might be saved. It's time for us as leaders to check our salvation, check our deliverance, check our commitment to God, check our dedication to God how can we love the people for real if we do not love god some leaders leave out of their meetings out of their church settings and you know what you do you go right and talk about those people you're doing it that is not the will of the father we're to be the same all the time we're to love the people Love the church like Christ loved the church You have to give up yourself for the church Come on Can we just do it like God say? I know someone is saying right now Every time she come on If she's not doing a regular talk show She come with this I can't help it I'm a prophet And I refuse to transform To the thinking and the mind pattern of this world I stand for what God stands for What God loves, I love. And what God hates, I hate. Am I perfect? No, I'm not perfect. I'm an imperfect being serving a perfect God. And every single day of my life, I ask the Lord to help me. I ask him to lead me and guide me into all truth and all righteousness. Some of you under the sound of my voice right now, you say, this is the stuff I've been talking about. This is the stuff that I've been saying. And I, I see some of you, you're on here and, and you know God is dealing with you. Get on this platform and sound the alarm. Get on this hallelujah. Get on this platform and speak what thus said the Lord. This platform is not for your spiritual trickery. It's not for your selfish gain. This worldly platform, we can use it to bring the body of Christ into divine alignment. We can use it for souls to be saved. Hallelujah. For glory be to God for souls to be saved, for people to be delivered. Don't see me today. See the Christ that liveth on the inside. Salvation, Zacchaeus, has come to your house. Deliverance today has come to your house. Change today has come to your house. You've been praying and you've been asking God, what I'm going to do? God, what are you saying? Get in the face of God. Every apostle that's on here, every prophet that's on here, our laity that's on here, fivefold ministry. Come on. Let's pray like we've never prayed before. Because what's coming? God wants us ready for it. What's getting ready to happen? God wants us ready for it as the body of Christ, because this is what he said and I trust him and I trust his word. He will not do nothing except he first revealed it to his prophet, who is his servant. Hear the voice of the Lord on today. And I'm going to keep repenting to you. I'm going to keep telling you that I'm sorry. For us, for the body of Christ, for the prophetic ministries, not coming on one accord, being envy and jealous of one another. I repent to you because until we become one, how can we expect you to follow us? Until we become one, glory be to God. Until we begin to walk in the will and the way and the statutes of God, until we get delivered, how can we expect you to get delivered? And I need to say this. it, It amazes me. It astonishes me how so often you know leaders are doing things That they should not do. That's not pleasing to God. And you sit under it. You cover it. Because you was taught to cover it. You were taught to cover it. You were taught to protect it. You was trained to cover it. Not to expose it. But when will you have enough? and say, you know what man of God? You know what woman of God? I need to say this to you in secret before god expose you openly that this is not the will or the way of god because guess what's going to happen that blood is going to be required and your hand on the very day of judgment so let's get it together as the body of christ let's teach the word of god this is the hour of the teacher the students shows up when the teacher arrives. This is not the hour of your spitting and your hooping and your hollering. No, this is the hour of the teacher. This is the hour to feed the sheep, the word of God. This is the hour, glory be to God, hallelujah, to go after the one and leave the 99. This is the hour, Glory be to God. If you have 10 coins and you lose one, to search for it in your house. This is the hour that we're in. People are literally walking away from God with their hands lifted, but their hearts have walked away from God. And we, as the body of Christ, we have to do better. I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry if I offended anyone, if I hurt anyone, if I misled anyone, I am so sorry. I apologize and I repent to you and not just for myself. If any man of God, any woman of God has offended you, have caused you to run away from God, have misrepresented God have led you in the wrong direction. I am sorry, feel my heart today. I am genuinely sorry for all that has happened to you. Seek God for yourself in this hour. Know what God is saying by the spirit. You are the sheep of his pasture and those of you who have not accepted Jesus as your personal savior, get to know him, get to know him. I tell you that your life will be so different. Your life will be filled with so much joy. I, I will not tell you that you're not gonna have bad days, but your good days will outweigh your bad days. Because when you come to Jesus, when you're weak, he's made strong. See, you have an intercessor. Intercessor, You have an elder brother. See, someone who loves you, who died for you so that you could be rescued, so that you could be saved. I, I wish you were in this studio with me. I-, I wish you could just reach out and touch me and really feel me. This is coming from the depths of my soul because I am so concerned. And if there's anybody else that says, you know what, woman of God, the Lord has been dealing with the same way. If you want to come on and let's talk about it because we have to come together. We have to come together. It amazes me how the world know how to come together. Oh, but us, we know how to be divided We know how to be separated. And yet we talk about we love. Your love can't be predicated on somebody loving you back. Your love cannot be predicated on what somebody do for you. Your love can't be predicated on a part of the clique or the association that they are part of. We're supposed to have the agape love. The love that love in spite of and not because of. The genuine kind of love. Let's love the people into deliverance. Let's love them into restoration. Let's love them into forgiveness. Let's love them. Wrap your loving arms around them. I know someone said, you know, the COVID thing and we're not in the church and we're not. I understand that. But God has allowed us to give back those of you who have not been having service in the sanctuary. Don't just think this platform is going to last forever. It's not going to last forever. We don't know when it's going to end. We don't know when it's not going to be anymore, but it won't last forever. People are going to be running, looking for the house of God, looking for the place of change. And we have to be ready. And guess what? We have to stop saying they just don't want, they just don't want God. That's not true. They do not want the foolishness. They do not want the pretending they're in the world. They're doing worldly things. They can spot you. They can spot your flesh. They can spot your worldly activity. So when they come to the house of God, we need to show them something different. Love them. Even with their worldly stench on them. We can't think we're better than we we can't. We can't think because we have a little oil on us that we have arrived. And prophets of God, let me say this to us. Prophecy can only sustain for a season because tongues are going to cease and prophecy going to fade away. But the word of God is going to stand forever. So all these tricks and these gimmicks and All the prophecies about the houses and the cars, all that's wonderful. And we all like to hear that God is going to bless us. But when are we going to speak prophetically to align them with God? When are we going to be so honest to tell them, God have a business for you right now, but the spirit of perversion is blocking it? When are we going to tell them, God have a husband or God have a wife for you? but the spirit of perversion, uh, is upon you and it's blocking you. When are we going to tell them God have the spirit of prosperity for you, but the spirit of greed is upon you. When are we going to do that? When are we going to give them the tools to receive the prophetic word? See, we don't want to say all of that because then they're going to run to the next prophet. They're going to give them what they want to hear. And not tell them how to receive it. Well, Patricia, you don't know. You know um, they've been speaking uh, over my life, and it's been coming to pass. And their life corrupt. You know why? The gift is not perverted because the gift is not their gift. The gift comes from God. It is Him that is speaking. It is Him that has spoken. It is Him that has already brought it to pass but I need you to hear me prophetically. You don't want all of this abundance, all of these gifts, all of these things. And you stand before the Lord. And he said, depart from me, you worker of iniquity. I know you not. I don't even know you. He's not saying, I don't know. Your name is Patricia. He's not saying, I, I you know, I don't know how many hairs you have on your head. He's not saying that. I don't know your, 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 um you're ending at the beginning that's not what he's saying he's saying your works was not of me your works were carnal works your works were fleshly works so come on come on body of christ i love um this woman of god she's doing such a phenomenal job um prophet apostle um yolanda She is doing such an awesome job. She's teaching, she's sharing, and it's a couple of other women of God and men of God, they're teaching and, and they're sharing this truth. Sit at that table, chew that food, let that food digest. The trickery and the gimmicks and the cliches, those days are over. Call me old fashioned if you want. Say she's saying that because she does not pass the mega church. No, I'm saying it because it's truth. Because I'm not concerned about a mega church. You're concerned about a mega church because you're concerned about being recognized of men. You're concerned about being glorified by men. My concern. Is that God is pleased with me, that my works glorify God. And since you want to go there, let's take a trip there. Did God really tell us to build all these extravagant edifice buildings? Did he tell us to do that? We spend more money in brick and mortar. We spend more money. Come on on pews and chandeliers why don't you invest in those who are thank you we're supposed to be building men building people that same money those same finances you know how you can build someone what about that mother with those children that have no husband, husband walked away, or husband is deceased. What about that father that has no wife, but he has the children, huh? Wouldn't it be wonderful if the church can say, you know what, I wanna put them in a house. The mortgage is paid. I wanna pay some light bills. Hmm? We're supposed to be the system that the church depends on, but we're so busy, building brick and mortar to outdo one another. You can have 50 churches packed to capacity and it not be of God. And you can have one setting in your living room and the anointing be dripping off the paints of the wall. Come on, our thought pattern has to change. We ought to be about our father's business. Let's focus on what God is saying to us in this season. You all stay safe. The safest place to be is in the arms of God. The safest place to be is in the arms of God, in the will of God, in the hands of God. Ask God, ask him, don't be afraid. Don't be afraid ask God so every man of God is not evil not wrong every woman of God is not evil and not wrong every child of God is not evil and not wrong they have some good good servants out here they have some people out here that are really really pleasing God but you know what their way is so hard because corruption is alluring you. Paul told Timothy the time will come when they will heap up teachers for themselves looking for people that's going to be in agreement with what they're doing that's opposite of the will and the word of God. That's the time that we're living in. So after repenting, I want to encourage you, my sister, my brother, co-laborers in the gospel, those of you that are doing it, The way God is giving it to you to do, you be encouraged. You stay in the face of God. Stay in the face of God. I see Elder Evelyn is on here. Awesome woman of God, intercessor, being attacked on every side. Woman of God, you be strengthened. You be encouraged. You trust God. You have gone through a lot, but yet you pray for other people and you're standing in the gap. So I hold your arms up in the spirit. I encourage you in the spirit. People don't know the nights that you're in tears and you're crying because you're hurting, because you're broken, because you're disturbed. And you know that it's more to God than this. I, I, oh, God, help me, Holy Ghost. So, Father, today, in the name of Yeshua, I pray I lift up the body of Christ. Lord, I ask that you would have mercy upon us. Father, I ask that you would forgive us of our sins and cleanse us, your body, cleanse your body, cleanse our mind, purge our mouth with his, give us the tongue of the learned, give us wisdom, give us knowledge, and above all, give us understanding, Lord. Allow us, God, to lay ourselves aside, and take you, God, to take up your cross and follow you every single day of our lives. God, help us to lead the people into righteousness. Help us to be the living epistle, the example, so that men will be drawn to you, Lord. Because many, God, has given Christianity, the body of Christ, a bad name. We love who we want to love and we like who we want to like. But God, forgive us. Teach us to love all people. We're so quick to talk about the whole spirit and all of these things, Father. But we forget about the liar. We forget about deception. Help us, Lord. Get us on track, Father. And hallelujah! In the name of Jesus, oh God, I bring the body of Christ before your presence, Lord. Only you can deliver us. Only you can heal us. Only you can bring us out, Lord. In the name of Jesus, oh God. And Father, let us fall in love with you all over again. Let us fall in love with you. All over again, we have fallen in love with the mechanics of church. We have fallen in love with the things of this world. Help us, Lord, in the name of Jesus. We need you as the body of Christ. We hire you, Lord. For God, we need you. We need you, Lord. We need you, Lord it will People are literally depending on the prophetic office for a word. Help us, Lord. Help us. Unstop our ears. Give us ears that we may hear. Unfog our eyes and give us eyes that we may see, Lord. In the name of Jesus, oh God. And God, the spirit of delusion that has filtrated. The body of Christ, this spirit of a form of godliness that have denied the power thereof, that have taken over the body of Christ. Lord, help us to get on track. Give us clean hands and give us a pure heart that we may love your people and treat your people like you would treat them, that we would serve them as the best servants there are, but we need your help to show us how to serve your people. Father, I thank you for being a forgiving God. I thank you for being a compassionate God. I thank you, Father, in the name of Jesus the Christ, for looking beyond our faults and seeing to the need that we have. In the name of Jesus, I bless you and I praise you your most holy and righteous name again it's in the name of Yeshua HaMashiach our Lord our God and our Savior he is our Messiah listen people of God I pray that this time spent with you has blessed you I pray that this time spent with you has been enlightening to you share this broadcast Share it, share it. And if you are someone and you have a voice and you have a voice and you've been saying that it's time for the body of Christ to come together, let's do it. Women of God, I have to say this before I leave. We need to come together. The men of God know how to come together. And the majority of the time, we're not invited to the table. the majority of the time we're not invited to the table so we need to get along we need to come together we need to share a platform together we need to sound the alarm and our brothers that would invite us to the table our brothers that do respect the call of God that's upon our life let's come together Let's, ah, uh, thank you, Lord. Let's come and reason together. Let's come and talk about it. If you're in the community in which I reside in, let's come together and see as the body of Christ what our community needs. What is the cry of our community? Come on. You're in this region. And listen, I understand. I know exactly how it works. I know exactly what you've been taught. I know exactly what you're afraid of. And can I just park and tell you what you're afraid of? You're afraid to link up with people, certain people, because you're afraid that if you link up with certain people like myself, other people won't invite you to their table. I said it. I said it. So there are some men of God and some women of God that you would never link up with in the public because you're looking for a false door. You're looking for a lying connection. When God has called us all to come together as the body of Christ, we need to tear down the stigma. So if you're in my region and you say, woman of God, I've been praying and I've been asking the Lord, I've been waiting for this hour you would like to connect with me, all of my information is on social media. You reach out to me. And we already know how this works, so don't act like we don't know. And anyone that know me, I'm real, I'm to the point, I'm not playing the game. You're gonna be told not to connect with her. You're gonna gonna say things like, you know about her, learn people for yourself. Because a whole lot of people have been fed a lie to keep them away from truth. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah. So whenever you hear somebody trying to lead you away like that with foolery and trickery, I pray your eyes are open. Let's link up. Let's connect for the cause of Christ. See what our community needs. See what God is saying concerning the body of Christ on a global, on a global level so that we can come together and we can talk about it. I want to, and I don't just want to talk about it. I would love to see us do something about it. Do you know what would literally happen if just all of those who operate in the prophetic in my region alone, if we came together, you know how angry the enemy would be? You know how upset he would be? because his will and his desire is for us to stay separated. His will and his desire is for us to think that one is better than the other. His will and his desire for us to feel like we just do not need one another. So why can't we make the devil out of a lie? My sisters and my brothers, you know, you're in other regions, we can connect. We can still connect because guess what? The same thing that's happening here is happening where you are. And we need to come together as the body of Christ. Think about it. Think about it for a moment. If every apostle came together, every prophet came together, every pastor, teacher came together, every evangelist came together, what happened? If they came together separately, had their meetings and talked and shared what God had given them, did we all come together? Do you know what would happen? But see, I'm just a little girl from the west side of the West Bank of New Orleans. See, but if somebody with a large platform or someone you consider great, if they called for it, I'm not talking about another association. I'm not talking about looking for another overseer. I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about coming together as the body of Christ. And seeking and saying what God is saying as the prophets, as the apostles. And give that information to the evangelist. This is what we need to do to the pastor. Pastor, I need you to get ready. Pastor, I don't need you focusing on anything else. I need you preparing. I need you studying. I need you to get ready because we're preparing for the harvest. So, Pastor, we do not need you drained. We do. Hallelujah. We do not need you tired out. We need you ready to feed and nurture and love on the sheep. See, if we came together, we need to repent. We're fighting each other. I'm not your enemy. I'm not jealous of you. I'm not envious of you. I do not want what you have. All I want you to do is love me like I love you. And we both love God and serve God together. That's it. That's it. We have to come together because a house divided against itself cannot stand. We're the house of God. We are the body of Christ. We are the body of Christ. And guess what the division has done? It has caused us not to be salty. And if we lose our saltiness or our favor, our flavor, we are good for nothing. The body of Christ is a joke right now. Come on, body of Christ—it's a joke. People are laughing at us. They are mocking us. Them church people, this. Them church people, that. I don't know which church people they're talking about. But for me, as for me and my house, we're going to serve the Lord. And yes, that's the first thing we have to do. Come together with a heart of repentance, repenting to each other. Sister, I'm sorry. I didn't trust you. I didn't think that you was of God. Brother, I'm sorry. I offended you. I hurt you. Let's do the kingdom. You're doing kingdom with a stony heart. You do it. You think you're doing kingdom with unforgiveness. Come on, let's repent. You think you're doing kingdom with a grudge? You think you're doing kingdom, you're doing God justice with malice? Come on. Yes, the earth is groaning. It is in travail for the sons of God. Wondering where are we? What are we doing? enemy is making us think that we are against each other. Hmm? We may not agree with everything, and we don't have to agree with everything, but we still have to show love and compassion. We still have to be there for one another. Hmm? We still have to know that how to come together for the cause of Christ, for the souls of men. The harvest is ripe, but the labors are, labors are few. God is calling us to come together as the body of Christ. The body of Christ. My sister, my brother, those of you who are praying the same prayer, we're going to continue to stand in agreement that God bring us together as a unified body, you know, um, not just with those that we want to be around. Come on. God has placed some leader, some woman of God, some man of God, name in your heart. But because you don't want to be associated with it, because you feel that it's going to diminish you. Come on. The only person that's great around here is God. The only person that needs to be lifted up is Jesus. Come on. We have to get it right. We have to to get it right and I'm speaking from a place of experience so what some of you are experiencing I know about it I have lived it every single day of my life when people connect with me in private but do not want to connect with me publicly because they do not want what they call a stigma on their name of um, they're not able to be associated with other people I know where you are I know the pain of it. I know the stress of it. I know the anxiety of it. But when you give it to the Lord, hmm, people have literally called people from other states that was connecting with me. You think they they called and told me that? No, the Spirit of the Lord revealed things to His prophet. Call them on the phone, message them, inbox them. Do you really know her? Do you know what they say about her? Huh? What about the Lord? What about the Lord? What about God? What about praying? What about saying it's not time for that kind of foolishness anymore? But we are do all those things just to get an open door to get an offering. We'll cut the throat of somebody else to get an open door and to get an offering. When God opens a door, you don't have to slice somebody's neck, diminishes somebody's character. We have to repent. And don't say it's not happening. It's happening. Some people should be further than where they are, but they're not because of leaders tearing down other leaders. It's distasteful and it's a disgrace. We have to be bigger and we have to be better than that. We're supposed to be so on our face praying in the face of God. To when I look at you, I see you, my sister. I see you, my brother. You know what I see? I see your future. I see me pulling you up out of a low and a dark and a hurting place. But we're so busy tearing down. We need to repent. We need to repent for misusing the pulpit, abusing the pulpit, the sacred desk. We need to repent. You know what the problem is? The problem is we haven't been fully nurtured and we have been training in a training process before people have not been equipped And we're babes in authority. That's the problem. So can we get back to the simplicity, get back to the basis, the foundation? Because God is ready to raise up a people, but we don't want them to do anything opposite of God. We want to show them as seasoned women of God and seasoned men of God. We want to show them the right way. We want to be that example. We want to be that that spiritual mother. We want to be that spiritual father. We want to be that apostle and that prophet, that pastor, teacher, and that evangelist. We want to be that example, not just in the church, not just in the pulpit, but at the dinner table, in the business meeting, in the grocery store. We want to be that person. So we need to repent, ask the father for forgiveness. And he will forgive us every single time we ask him for forgiveness. told you all, I won't just come on here just to be coming. I'll come when I have something to say. And I feel that this is what the Lord has dropped in my spirit for this particular day. To repent on the behalf of the body of Christ. On the behalf of the prophet, the apostle, the pastor, teacher, the evangelist to repent on the behalf of myself to you because you're seeking the Lord and that's all some of you want. And you hear all these different prophets saying different things and you don't know which way to turn. I will not get in warfare to correct what somebody else said. I will not get into a debate to say whether the Lord told them that or not. Only thing I can say when I'm asked the question as a prophet. The Lord has not said anything to me. He has not. Hallelujah. I believe believe that we're entering into a season. Where God is going to silence his prophets. So that his people. Would know their God for themselves hallelujah that they would know their god for themselves again my friend my sister my brother share this share this elder augustus if we could get together if you know some other women of god men of god they want to get together and we can come on and we can pray we can come on and we can share the word of God with them, we can come on and we can um, talk about the phase that God want to take the body of Christ. And, you know, we can, if you want to come on and we can do that. I would love to have you. I would love to have you because God did not call us to be an Island. He did not call us to be a one person show. He called us as the body of Christ to come together to come together, to fall on our face, to fall on our knees, and to cry out to the Lord, to cry to the Lord, to hear what he's saying in this hour for the body of Christ, for the people, for the world, for the world. Our president needs a prophet. Our vice president need a prophet. The Senate need a prophet. Our local officials need a prophet prophet. Glory be to God. Hallelujah. They need a prophet because they don't know what to do. Hmm. They don't know which way to turn and they're doing the very best that they can but the hour is fastly approaching that you as a prophet of god you as a man of god you as a woman of god they're gonna seek you out to hear what the spirit of the lord is saying which direction hallelujah our president is dealing with China. He needs to hear from God. So we have to prepare ourselves. We have to get ready.
0: Oh,
1: oh God. There are some pastors. I feel this in my spirit. There are some pastors that do not operate in the prophetic. But they're going to be seeking prophets for answers and for directions. For prophets, hear me prophetically. It's not for you to go in and tear up their church. No. No. It's for you to talk to that man of God. It's for you to talk to that woman of God and share with them the direction that god want to lead them and lead their congregation and then that loving pastor that kind pastor that compassionate pastor would take that word to the sheep and present it the way that it should be presented because as prophets, we're at war with the pastor when we shouldn't be. God wants us to have a wisdom. Pastors are literally getting ready to seek a prophetic word to realign. And adjust their ministries Hear ye the word of the Lord This would not be about a friendship This would not be about joining an association This would be to give that pastor Prophetic instruction Who? <sighs> So when you go in, when they call for you, thank you, Holy Spirit. Even if they call you to preach at their church, hear me by the Spirit. And God give you a word of woe, or he gives you a word of warning, or he give you a word of correction. Be a wise prophet. Those are not your sheep. You are an invited guest. You share the word of the Lord. When you get back to the office, if God show you something concerning the ministry or something concerning the people or a person, you share that negativity, that hard word, that word of correction with that shepherd and let that shepherd go in with love. And wrap their loving arms around the sheep to bring them into change. Oh God, oh God, oh God, oh God. Pastors, thank you, Holy Spirit. You do not have to be afraid of a seasoned prophet, you do not have to be afraid of a man of God or a woman of God that God has given wisdom to. Because they know the do's and the don'ts. And for you that call prophets in just to hurt people, just to confirm your word of reproach or your word of correction, let's stop that. Let's stop that. Let's cut that foolery out. No longer should you jump, shout, and dance. Because somebody come in and correct somebody. And it's confirmation to what you said. It's a sad indictment on your pastoral ship. So you don't be glorified over that. You listen to the word of the Lord. In secret, you call that sheep into the office. Hmm? But if you bring a seasoned prophet in with wisdom someone with wisdom they're not going to tear down the sheep and make them look bad in front of that congregation I think we're done I think we're done I think we're done so you be encouraged and prepare your hearts prepare your spirit because God is literally during to place some of your names in the heart and the mouth of someone in high places or someone that's looking for guidance and instruction. So prepare yourself, ask God to give you wisdom. So that when you go in, you go in with God. And when you come out, you come out with God because everything, everything is done in decency and in order. God bless you. I've enjoyed this time that we had, we had together. And again, I repent to you and I pray that you accept my repentance on behalf of the fivefold ministry. God bless you.